0: In the sleepy town of Banksburg, at the top of Peak Audio, lies the Puffin Publishing House, the last refuge for the greatest literary minds in history. This is the Puffin Publishing Podcast.
1: fellow cool team? what's up bro now i have this wild idea that we could talk to some ghosts tonight yeah bro let's talk to some motherfucking ghosts motherfucker i got my ouija board yeah. by parker brothers so you know it's cool. oh man unfold that's, unfold that's get some... out the little diskey thing with the little swoopadoo. It's, it's called glenn's but you know what bro you do you dude this is gonna be lit we're gonna talk to some fucking ghosts it'll be hype We'll teach him how to
2: dab, hey, it'll be great. Hey, yo, maybe we'll talk to some lady ghosts. Oh shit, oh shit, shit
3: oh, oh shit, oh shit. Oh shit. shit. Watch oh. me whip, whip, and nay nay. Watch me whip, whip, and
2: watch me nay nay. Okay, bro, you're taking a little bit. All
1: time. right, sorry, dude, I'm just so excited to talk to these fucking ghosts. All right, let's right, right, right. we'll see what we get, let's we'll see all what right, we get, let's we'll
0: see what right, we get.
2: Okay, okay. Hey, hey, ghost. Yo, ghost. Um, do you think I'm cute? Oh. Oh, oh, it's moving. It's moving,
0: dude. It slid to yes. Nice. Oh, uh, good start. Good start for this lady,
2: ghost. Oh, oh, dude, 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 dude. Let me go next. All right, you're, dude, 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 dude. Yo, ghost, are you a hot babe? Uh oh. Uh, oh no. Oh, that's... That's
0: an outright disappointment that's, for me. That's, well, I was well, really hoping to have some ghost sex,
1: like
2: well,
0: put it inside a Whoopi Goldberg and just go to town. Well,
2: that's that's a joke
0: a little bit old for a character of this age. Well, I said hot, baby. it could still be a babe. Hot oh, dude, dude, could be a babe, should be a cold babe. Hey, maybe it's Elsa's ghost. Motherfucker,
1: Is so you awesome. Elsa's ghost?
4: Yo, do you
2: hear ominous laughter every time we ask something, a question? Yeah, no, I've been wondering that. Also, would your brother get home? Wait a minute, you don't have a brother. No, I
1: certainly don't have a brother that looks and sounds like Skeletor.
4: I've been here the whole time. Me, the ghostwriter, young (coughs) teenager. This is so uncool.
1: This is not lit, bro.
4: It is lit indeed by my ghostly pala. Did you at
1: least bring a fire mixtape?
4: No, I'm here to answer
1: are all questions you desire to know. So Wait, you're a ghostwriter? writer? Yes, like Nicolas Cage? Sure. But so I don't what? think he got where I was going with that. I no. I did not. Oh, damn. Man, we summoned a motherfucking author, dude. 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 That is like the opposite of what a cool teen would like to talk to. But bro, bro,
0: Maybe we can still fuck it. You need dial it back. Bro, I have a lot of pent-up sexual energy, and I would just really like to fuck a ghost right now.
1: That you is. will find my spectral form rather difficult to fuck young teenage boy. I
0: accomplished problems. When I
1: put my mind to something, I can do it. I won the science fair. Your ghost vagina is a potato clock, motherfucker. I don't want to fuck a stranger, though. Let's ask you some questions. All right. Where'd you come from? Were you always dead? I've been here since the dawn of time. Holy Ever shit. since the first man who ever wrote didn't feel like it and needed another man to write in his plays. Wait, bro. You write for other people? I remember my Damn. first gig. Tug the caveman was like, I don't want to draw these cave paintings. Can someone else do that for me? And so I came out like, bro, I'll paint those deer and bison for you. Wait. You just go have a nice
4: time. And he did.
2: Wait, bro. Go said bro. Dude, that shit is fire. Much like cavemen invented. Yeah, man, that's lit as fuck. Much like cave fire. I got a question for you. you Ask away. My name is uh, Chet. I'm Chet. Rocket. You're a ghost writer. I am. you write stories for other people. Do you write ghost stories?
1: I have written a few ghost stories in my time. Bro,
2: that's some motherfucking meta shit, yo. Ghost writer that's writing ghost That's like if I wrote a stories? book about a
1: person. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, what the Damn, that's a fire mixtape. Most of the ghost stories that I've written were actually for Cormac McCarthy's spooky tales for the young and youthful. I didn't realize Cormac McCarthy wrote that. Well, he did entire I wrote well, it. Well, okay,
0: that's, that's fair. I
1: it was difficult to market to children under Cormac McCarthy's name after, you know, Blood Meridian and The Road. No, that doesn't scream to me this guy should write movies about dogs that play sports. I'm alright. Writer, not a marketer all right, I so. write stories not copy this is heavy and I still want to fuck this guy
0: but I got one final question
1: what's right, your bro. question Market? you said you were around at the dawn of time correct? yes is God real oh boy <laughs> oh boy didn't expect that curveball well um I mean kind of yes no we're all ghosts here God's a ghost he's right. the Holy Ghost <laughs> Well, hello there, Mr. Big Time Movie Man. Oh, that's me, Big Time Movie Man. May I help you? I'm here to pitch some motion pictures. Well That's great because that's what I'm in the business of. Good. Um, may I ask your name? Well, I'm Jane Austeen, author of many books that have been adapted into film. There's been Pride and Prejudice, there's been Sense and Sensibility, Love and Friendship, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and now I'm here to pitch my own works. Very exciting. All right, let's 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 hear what you got, Jane. All right, so here's my first one. Urbanon, a stepfather who's not doing a particularly good job of bonding with his kids, right? Mm, okay. And in Family college, teacher. he was this big lady slaying madman. Oh, uh, not okay. the stabby kind, the penis kind. And, um. Not, not and the movie A Stepfather. No, no, no. Like the movie The Animal House. Okay, gotcha. So, speaking of animals, okay. in order to teach this man a lesson about being a good father, uh-huh. a witch puts him in the body of an ape. And this movie shall be called poon rang Yutang. It's kind of like that old show, 101 Good Deeds for Eddie McDowd, but with a monkey. It, precisely. I like it. All right. Okay. So he's big and orange. He loves the pussy, but he can't have it anymore because he's a father. I bet that's going to be smashing. Speaking of smashing. Yeah, <laughs> smashing. Have they ever tried to make one of those incredible Hulk films? A couple times. Well, we're just going to ignore those and make our own. Oh, Marvel's see? done that too. So it's about this man, a real shrimpy fella, and in college he was slaying booty. left and right, right? And, uh, uh, but he grows up to be a nuclear scientist. He's working with gamma radiation, the big bomb goes off, and then his big bomb goes off, and he grows a giant big penis every time he's mad. Every time he's mad, he grows a giant big penis. Yes. When he's not mad, is he just like a kin doll down there? Just completely, He has a regular man penis, and every time he sees something to angus him, like a football score, or almost everything about the world today, he bursts out of his purple pants, and then he'll fight with the Avengers or something. I don't know. We'll call it Thor Ragnarok. That's a bloody genius idea! I work in movies. Oh right! I forgot that every decision revolving around movies is fucking great! Yeah. I work in movies. I have a high opinion of myself. I'm a better than a doctor. I work in movies. Speaking of movies, mm-hmm. I've heard of some of this, And uh-huh. one of my favorites was always Troy. The movie about Troy. Starring all those men, and I think one of them was named Paris, even though the movie was called Troy. And a lot of them died by the end of this motion picture. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. order to continue to capitalize on how popular this movie was, mm-hmm. we need to take it back. We need to rewind it. Oh. We need to make a prequel. Troy boys. They're walking along, like the railroad tracks,
2: or like oh. some
1: equivalent, and they find a dead Greek, is that who they fought? This is great. We can open up a whole franchise. We've already got the middle movie, but we can come out with a prequel, Troy Boys. Troy Boys! And then we can come out with a third in the uh, the series, Troy Hood, and it can follow 12 years of a soldier of Troy. Troy Hood! It took 12 centuries to make. <laughs> I work in movies! I'm brilliant! (laughs) I don't see a single flaw with this Troy Boys franchise! When you take a long time to make something, it's good! Automatically! Especially when you pick the most boring white child in all the world! Exactly! Who just takes pictures of shit! I wonder if Richard Linklater eats too much cheese, cause it took him 12 years to make a pile of shit! (laughs) That guy needs to drink! Some Metamucil, darling! <laughs> the thing he loves about making films, his audience gets older, but he keeps making the same film. Alright, All right. All you know right, right. what? Right. I think Boyhood is a really good base. So uh-huh. right here, for the last part of our meeting, uh-huh. we're just going to throw off plays on Boyhood. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I work in movies. This is brilliant. Alright, good. The story of a little tree going into a big tree. We call it Boywood. Jennifer Lawrence uh, takes 12 years to make a new mob. Joyhood. A young boy achieving his first direction. Boywood! <laughs> Andy takes 12 years to give up his toys. Boy Woody. A ghetto populated entirely by African American males called Boyhood. <laughs> A boy makes a mistake against a witch, turns into a fish, koi A man inherits a 12 year supply of soy sauce, we can call it soy-hood or lechoy A young man learns what it means to be Jewish, oi A bad Homer Simpson impersonator spends 12 years perfecting this craft, doi A British urchin really grows attached to his neighborhood, Moyhood. A movie about the quality songwriting of Mr. Roy Robinson! Roy's good! I forgot there's a second syllable in boyhood! This is so exciting! There's another 50% to play over! (laughs) A movie about Irma Rombauer, the author of The Joy of Cooking, where she starts making kosher food. Koi food! movie where a young man decides whether or not to go to college. Boy should! A precocious scamp moves in next door to real life actor Woody Harrelson, and he becomes a menace in Woody's life. Annoy Wood! Nintendo spends 12 years trying to come out with the next character in their Fire Emblem franchise, Roy Hood. A sailor answers two questions asked to him back to back. The first is, is that land over there. Then the cook comes up and asks, was the dinner to your satisfaction? And he answers them
3: in order. Ahoy! Good!
4: Come on, honey. let land it, bend it, it,
5: Hello,
1: hello, and welcome back to NPR. I am Ira Glass. Trust me on this. And today we have a special treat. We have some direct footage from the oncoming Mark Twain one-man show.
3: Oh, everybody. It's me, Mark Twain. How's it going, everybody? You recognize me from my white suit. You good recognize me from my mustache. You recognize me from my big belly. Mark Twain. I'm an author. I wrote the N-word a bunch. I wrote novels critiquing this time. Probably I'm Mark Twain.
1: And that was Mark Twain's one-man show. Can a brother get a high
4: five?
3: I remember being there. Engine Joe, N-word Joe, Puerto Rican Joe, back where I'm from in Missouri, you label everyone with a racial epithet.
5: <laughs> Whether
3: it's true or not, ain't that right, paraplegic Joe? What's yeah, that? Right. Your name's Fred? <laughs> I didn't realize that. I'm Mark Twain. I wrote your story better than you did. I'm Mark Twain. Get a brother get a high five?
1: And now, in order to promote his up, his show, Can a Brother Get a High Five, here in the studio live is Mark Twain. Now, Mark, I'm sure you're very excited to be here today.
3: I'm really excited. You had kiwi in the green room.
1: I, uh, yes, yes, we did indeed have a kiwi. I believe, uh, Carol is Yo, in charge of Yo, can you get me some more
3: of that kiwi? Um, I ate that bold, pretty fast.
1: Carol, can we get some more Carol. kiwi? Can we get more kiwi in here?
3: Carol! Yeah, no, I'm going. I'm on it. I'm on it. Carol, tell me about your
1: parents.
3: Uh, Uh, Ladies and
1: gentlemen, our craft services manager, uh, Carol Abraham.
3: Carol, tell me about your parents. What ethnicity were they? Uh, They were white? White? Yeah. What kind of white? (laughs) Well, vaguely Italian. Yo, Dango (laughs) Carol, get me some kiwi. Yeah, no, can uh, a brother get some kiwi yeah, up in hey, here? Brother, a brother can get a kiwi. Stop hitting your stomach. Okay.
1: Thank you. Th- thank you, Gail. So so Mark, what has made you make such a bold change in direction?
3: Misconceptions.
5: Misconceptions?
3: Misconceptions about my demeanor. People uh, think I'm some sort of humorist or satirist. That bogus! I just like writing stuff. This is good kiwi! What's your name? Ira Glass? Ira Glass, tell me, is that a Portuguese last name?
5: No, 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 it's English.
3: Portuguese Glass? This is some good kiwi. You want some of this kiwi?
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you, Mark Twain.
3: Ain't it good? Don't eat so much of my kiwi. We gotta get Dago Carroll back with the more. <laughs> Ask me about my show. Yeah. I got a show to promote.
1: Of course, Mark. So, Mark, uh, how have you have you struggled at all trying to tailor your
3: struggled sense every of day humor?
1: No, <laughs> no, no. But specifically for your sense of humor for a new modern
3: audience. Sense of humor. I'm being me! I'm tired of being considered a big one note joke. I'm tired of being considered author of Huck Finn. I just wanna be about the people. Anyway, I got to go. I'm tired what is that? Mark! It's your agent, Phil! Phil? You mean Ching Chong of Phil? <laughs>
1: It's me, Dante Alighieri, and I've got a new restaurant open for everybody. It's Just the Inferno. That's the name of the restaurant, Just the Inferno, because Lord knows no one else likes the rest of it. Our menu is Just Inferno-related things. So there's stuff like devil bacon. It's bacon dipped in cayenne pepper. And then burn, We don't have a good cook yet. Just listen to these testimonies from our
2: customers.
1: Hi, Judas Iscariot here. There's one thing that makes me happy I betrayed our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's the new Inferno burger. I'm so happy it costs 29 pieces of silver. I still have a piece of silver left over. Wow, after I ate at Dante's the Inferno. I really wanted to send my wife to the 9th circle of hell, because after eating Dante's delicious food, I felt like she was betraying the culinary arts. It's a little slice of heaven right here in hell. I've uh, heard of the uh, the 9 rings of hell, but the 9 onion rings of Dante Alighieri's Inferno? Delicious! They're devilishly good, sinfully good, other hell things! So come on down to Just the Inferno, located in the Circle of Gluttony. You'll fall for it. Literally. Dante Alighieri's Inferno Palace. We have the sinful food you love.
0: Try Cerberus, the Three-Headed Hot Dog.
1: Summer
5: Ah, it's me, acclaimed filmmaker and author of Fast Times and Rolling Stone articles, Cameron Crowe. What's this? High school, back where it all began, and then began again, and now begins again.
1: From the director
5: of Almost Famous. So you want to enroll here at Witpan High? Yeah, yes, sir. You do realize that we
1: only accept high school age students, correct?
5: I don't see what the problem is, sir. I'm a healthy 15 year old. You clearly look 62.
1: At the studio that brought you 500 days of summer and 69 days of cummer. I don't know, uh, Cameron, but with a K. You're super nice and you're super cute, but you look and sound like my dad's age.
5: You know who else looks and sounds like your dad's age? The Allman Brothers. I did coke with them in the 70s.
1: Wait, what? Comes the rip-roaring tail that proves
3: you really can feel young again. Hey, Crow, but with a K instead of a C. You run like a 62-year-old man on that track. Pick up the pace.
5: Yeah, well, you run like Mick Jagger after he does heroin for 18 hours. God, don't I know it. Get
3: ready
1: for the laugh filled laugh ride of the laugh millennium.
5: I don't know, man. It's just like you get me. It's like I know of
1: other old souls here at this high school, but you seem like a genuine old soul.
5: Yeah, well, I've been around the block a few times and then a few more times and then a few more times. And then it turned 25.
1: Watches one man, relives his youth over and over again on film, and wait until you meet the Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Oh my god, it's just like so random, like no one at this high school gets me, but you know, it's so cool because like, look at this demon cupcake. Oh oh my god, so scary.
5: (laughs) Ah, I've met girls like you on the tour bus before.
1: Tour bus? What band? Was it My Chemical Romance? Or was it uh, New Town Glory? Or was it uh, the band who does the theme song to Poultry Guys? What band was it?
5: You want to suck someone's dick who's seen Mick Jagger's dick?
1: (laughs) What's dick? Nick Van Dyke. I don't get it. Jarring. <laughs> Cameron Crow as Cameron
4: Crow, but with two K's.
5: Ah, Cameron Crow. What is this? Music education? You're not even talking about the Rolling Stones or the Beatles or anyone else. Cameron Crowe.
1: Also starring rock star Mick Jagger. I knew the last way for us to get satisfaction, Cameron Crowe, was to dress as young schoolboys. This is outrageous. Wah! And featuring Anna Kendrick as an ancient
0: Egyptian.
5: Stay out of my tomb. Wow, these are some wacky hijinks for a 15-year-old. It's all your favorite high school tropes, but like with
1: Cameron Crowe and Anna Kendrick as an ancient Egyptian. Cameron, we did it. Our act that we put together in the talent show made us big. We got enough money to to fix my dad for the surgery. It's like we're almost famous.
5: Yeah, but my mom said I can't go out. I got a D-minus in journalism.
1: Your mom? Your mom must be 128. You're like 62. And featuring an all-star performance by Smash Mouth.
3: Somebody!
1: This summer, meet Jerry Mick high schooler! I had heard my whole life that high school was gonna be the best four years of our lives. But Cameron,
5: with you, I feel like it's gonna be the best 62. Ah, best 12 years of my life. Man things really speed up the older you get, you could say things at Ridgemont High have gotten even faster.
1: Life moves pretty fast if you don't stop look around sometimes you're gonna miss
3: I've given you ample <laughs> heed. You did not evacuate my tomb. Now prepare to meet the fate of Ramses! The Mummy 4, coming to theaters!
0: And now, Jack London receives the call of the wild. H- hello? hello y- Well, yes, this is Jack London. May I
1: ask who's calling? The wild? Oh, what for are you calling me?
2: Okay, children, gather round.
4: H. Oh, oh, P. Lovecraft, tell us a story! campfire.
2: Oh, well, it has been a long day of campfire-esque and camp activities. We're but...
4: both the Boy Scouts.
2: Yes, you We're both are. We're the Boy on... Scouts.
4: The two of us. yeah all...
2: Yes, of course you are. You're the only two Boy Scouts who came out to H.P. cell. So... Only ones left. Yes, of course. Tell us
4: a scary story. All right, You're honey. You're good at yes. it. Oh, yes, yes, of, of course.
2: You want to hear a scary story? Yes. Of course I do. All right. Well, it begins in a Dark and mysterious place.
4: What kind of mysterious place? Well,
2: it's a dark and mysterious place. But, but
4: like, what specifically about it is dark and mysterious? Well, it
2: has a long and dark history that most people don't know about, but... Some people know about but, but they don't we
4: are not gonna know about it.
2: Yes, no, you're not going to know about <laughs> it. Mr.
4: Lovecraft! Mr. Yes. Lovecraft! Yes. I'd like to know the dark and mysterious history behind this undisclosed location. Well, What's that's... the name of this unnamed town? Uh
2: well it, it well it's called uh it's it, it's called uh Innsbruck. Innsbruck.
4: Innsbruck. Inns... I've golfed there before. Uh,
2: no, 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 not that Innsbruck.
4: Oh sorry.
2: Not that Innsbruck, it's Central a
4: Central comp- Missouri joke.
2: Oh that's ah! Yes, I know you drove here all the way from central Missouri. Innsbruck has a long and storied, dark history of rituals and inhuman figures.
4: What kind of rituals? It would be scarier if you added some dimensions. Well,
2: I'm not going to add dimensions. Okay? It's it's spooky because I'm not adding a little bit of dimension, so I'm letting your little children minds fill in all the little gaps.
4: What kind of culture would perform these kinds of rituals? Are they Aboriginal? No, Are they're... they imported from a lo- from a foreign land?
2: Uh, well, a little bit of A and a little bit of color B, so they're kind of mishmashed together, but they're neither of them, so they're kind of their own separate entity, but they're not. Get on with the story, chump. Well, you keep interrupting me every time I try and tell the story. But motherfucker, listen to me. All right. Kids, kids, yeah. kids. Remember the culling.
4: <laughs> oh shit! Y'all never forget.
2: Yes, of course you won't, won't forget you?
4: do not what. The calling! Oh, no, I will forget
2: that! <laughs> of course. Getting back to the story. The There's... scary
4: story Get about a to disclosed location about undescribed rituals and indescribable creatures. Well, there is
2: one creature
4: there. Oh, now you're going to describe it? No, I'm not
2: going to describe it. Why do, you, why do you want me to describe these things? It's scarier if I don't describe anything to you. Mr.
4: Lovecraft, you need a hook in order to grab the audience's attention. Oh, Okay, you know, you, know you, know you know what, you know what,
2: you know what, you little- Did
4: the monster then save the cat?
2: Okay, you know what, you little shits. I will give you a description, only if you keep quiet for like 10 seconds.
4: Okay.
2: Okay. It's a giant creature with wings and a, te- and a, tes- and a uh, t- tentacle face. Oh, I thought you were going to say testicle face.
4: <laughs> well, it doesn't- it... You almost said it like three times. Well, it does- Well, its face
2: does look like testicles. Oh, I'm I... very uncomfortable with my sexuality. Oh,
4: it's obvious. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Mr. Lovecraft, you'll Don't. find that special someone! Is that kind of camp?
2: No, this is not this... You know what? You know what? How about we tell a different story then, all right? How about a different scary story? God, just go the fuck to Mr. sleep. Mr. Lovecraft,
4: my pants are on fire!
1: Excerpts from the shared diary of Lewis and Clark. First entry, March 12th, 1804. Set sail today from a building I assume will one day be called the Lewis and Clark Boathouse. Saw a fish. That was fun. My slaves seemed to like it. Clark and myself are very anxious about what this journey awaits for us. What treasures, what unique kind of landscapes will we find in the new territory? Another entry dated March 15th, 1804. Our old Terry fell off the side of the boat today. So we got a new Terry. New Terry's a good rower. Not like old Terry. Old Terry didn't float. It is my greatest hope that new Terry floats. In celebration of the arrival of new Terry, here is a complete list of everything we have on board the boat. Four iron skillets. Nineteen rowers. One new Terry. A dog named Seaman. My slave. Really can't emphasize that enough. Some Indian lady. Lewis. Clark. Boat stuff. One of the most exciting prospects of this journey is how we can move forward and discover new lands, and also move so far backwards by still having slaves. True, we only have one, but that's still one way too many. Saw a new type of tree today, hopeful for the new land. Our slave hopes that there's freedom in the new land. There won't be. Another entry, March 18th, 1804, but a mere six days after Lewis and Clark set sail from the Lewis and Clark Boathouse. My slave asked me today, Mr. Meriwether Lewis, when will I be free? These United States are free from the tyranny of England, or whoever. Nobody really taught me what was happening, I was just kind of owned by men. And I said to my slave, progress schmogres, and I spit at him a little bit. Saw a new kind of fish,
2: it was nice. Random diary entry by New Terry. I don't know what's up with Lewis and Clark right now. They're convinced that we have actually left. We're not scheduled actually to leave for another two months. I'm worried for their sanity. They are talking to a dog named Seaman. New Terry out.
1: So someone got hung up on the fact that our expedition was supposed to start on May 4th. I blame the slave. You know that feeling you have when you get in your car and you're looking at your phone before you start driving and the car parked next to you starts moving and you think, Oh God, I'm moving! I think all the, the water and other boats have kind of done that to us. Also, what's a car? Meriwether Lewis would like it on the record that I love boats. I love boats a lot. I had my slave make a small boat on top of our large boat so that if our large boat were to go down, I could always get in the small boat. Saw a new kind of fish today. That makes... four Erase question mark later for posterity. So as to not seem like a horrible racist monster who really likes new fish. I forget which one I am, but, Lewis and I, Clark and I, whichever one, we felt really bad about old Terry falling off the boat for a long time, and then like six days after it happened, we realized that the boat never did leave the dock, and we're still anchored there, so that's kind of just on Terry. Not my fault! We're still living in St. Louis! We're still, yeah, we're still, that was Terry. Terry, how are you writing in this <laughs> while I'm writing in this? Merryweather Lewis, or William Clark, whichever one I am, would like it on the record that in the interest of perhaps saving old Terry from his terrible watery fate we attach new Terry to the end of a fishing line I don't like when you use a small fish to catch a large fish I don't and know we're hoping that old Terry grabs onto you Terry <laughs> I don't desperately clinging this. for safety we know you don't approve a lot of people on this boat don't approve of what we're doing ask my slave I saw a new fish today it was really something <laughs> Hi, everyone. TV's Kevin Lanigan here in a rare on-mic-as-self appearance, just to make something explicitly clear to the listening audience. I could not endorse less the sketch you're about to hear. I find it deplorable. I leave Justin and Vern alone in a room for a few minutes, and I come back, and I find this. But I want to make it expressly clear that I do not approve of what you're about to hear. Thank you. Ah. 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 Oh. Oh, I climbed that super tall mountain to meet with the great philosopher Confucius so I can learn about my destiny. Oh, wise Confucius, speak your wisdom to my ears. You want to hear wisdom from Confucius? Confucius, I would love to hear your wisdom. Why you come see me, Confucius? Because my bitch girlfriend Debbie left me and I don't know what to do anymore. Please, Confucius, give me some direction in my life. You have relationship trouble and you climb up mountain? Yes. It's just what I thought. You dumb asshole. (laughs) What? You heard me. You dumb asshole. Listen, round eye. You have trouble with girl? You talk with her. Don't come up, climb mountain. You get farther away from her that way, you dumb asshole. Oh. So, I just go back down this very tall mountain and just talk? You shouldn't have climbed up here first place. Oh, you dumb round eye. What are you thinking? I was thinking that I'd get here and come up here and get some great wisdom. You're so stupid. <laughs> You're so stupid. You want to know how stupid you are, round eye? Sure, You want to know how stupid tell you me. are? are You're going to tell me anyway? I'm not Confucius. My name is Xing Wang. I don't even know Confucius. You think we all look alike? Not only are dumb, you racist. Oh. I'm... I'm not racist. The guy pointed up here saying Confucius was up here. So I assume the old man sitting cross-legged on top of the mountain is Confucius. You believe everything you hear? You really are dumb asshole. You know how dumb asshole you really are? Tell me. I'm not Shen Wang. What is your name? My name is Dave. I'm a white guy doing a horrible Chinese accent. You just assumed the guy doing a Chinese accent and like holding his eyelids up was a Chinese person, what's wrong with you? I'm sorry, I'm snow blind. Snow blind? Yeah. There's no snow up here. You're an idiot. Go talk to your girlfriend.
4: Okay. Fix your problem. Okay. God damn it, Dave. God damn it.
1: Come up to a mountain just to get some peace and you got dumb assholes coming up and ask you all sorts of relationship problems. I'm a
5: dumb white guy named Dave.
0: Alright bros, it's Alpha Kappa
3: Knight, oh, let's order! Awesome. <laughs>
0: The only thing I love more the crushing some SWEET PUSS Good. IS DISCUSSING THE GREAT WORKS OF CINEMA It's me, Film Bro Chaz I recently took in the film Three Colors Blue THREE BLUE I love, LOVE IT'S me. APPLICATION OF SLOW FADES
2: yeah. Dude I
0: Good. love the way that it plays with the narrative, the process of grief, how we're all guilty in relationships DUDE I LOVE THAT FOR me, IT'S, it's incredible. INCREDIBLE IT'S JUST not SO DEEP I the
1: Oscars in 95
3: for best Picture.
5: Not the Gumpers NO WAY NO, no way. WAY NO, no way. WAY AIN'T NO, no, way. Way. no FUCKING fuck WAY fuck why? No no way, going to go into any bar right here. You start talking about fucking three colors, bro. Any fucking girl, you're going to be slamming that pussy for the, the, S- the end of the night, man. Slamming that pussy for the end of the night, man. Whoa, bro. bro. Oh,
3: Jimmy P. Jimmy Your P. P. It's
0: me, Jimmy P. Your beloved Alpha Kappa. P. P. Jimmy, P. P. Jimmy, Jimmy P. All right, all right. Now, bros, I would like to address you as my fellow gentleman. Address it, Jimmy P. You are have been the best friends that a hive mind author has ever had. Shut you up. all have been the first people in my whole life who have liked me for me, and not just because I've possessed their minds. Come because on. you're so real, bro. It's yes. because you don't mince words. Yes. It's because you're, you're you, man. It's just you. Rocket, you have always been there for me.
2: No, you're my homie, man. When
0: I accidentally possessed a woman in her moon cycle, you were there to comfort me and hold my
5: hand. Whenever I pour one out for the homies down the road, you're the one I'm pouring it her out for.
0: Yeah. When I became the noble squirrel, and those men were hunting me down for my sick downy pelt. You saved me. My you boy. caught me in that large my butterfly boy. net and I you brought you. me to bro. save me. I, I got don't... your back, bro! Go. I got your back, bro! You're no one's beaten man! You're my bro! Bubba Light. Broke a Verimathea. Bubba Light, you not only do the sickest gangsters Alpha Capas ever stay. Okay, okay. You. you were the best man at my wedding to a woman who was also so me. You stood by both of me in that trying time, oh. and for that I thank you, bro. Your theme of something
3: old, something new, something borrowed, something James Patterson. is beautiful, man. And you know my boy Jimmy P fucking slammed it that night! No! He slammed hey, that dude, just, oh,
0: Speaking of slamming it, oh, boys, Jimmy oh, I have a special treat oh, for all of you. Oh, oh, what, what is that, Jimmy P? Oh. I found three delta Five. The five is for pussy! I have found three Three Delta Fies like willing to have tape, sex yeah. with yeah. all of you because I've possessed their brains. Oh, oh. oh. whoa, whoa, whoa whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, hello, Rocket. It's whoa, whoa. me, Bridget. Uh, whoa, hold on. Hello. Hold on. hello. Bridget, I'm Danielle. Danielle. Nice to Dan- meet Danielle. you, Brent. G- Jimmy, Pete. One moment. We need to have a bro down ho down over here. Bro, all right. right. I'm
2: kind of concerned about this, like, uh, consensual thing. Yeah, also, it's a little, little gay. Like, it's a little gay. It's kind of like. You know, Jimmy's looking at, it, bro. Bro is
5: ho. I don't know how to feel about this. A, it's not really consensual on their part. B, it's hell
1: Guys, okay, okay. I know we have a lot of ideas
5: about this, Yeah. but think about it. Like, no matter what, like, great news, everybody. We're going to get laid. Hey, where's those freshman pledge bitches at? They need to come over here and spark a bowl with Jimmy P. Let's get Jimmy P and find Jimmy out P. where they're Jimmy at. Jimmy P, Jimmy P, Jimmy, Jimmy P. P, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy P. P. Jimmy 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 P. P. Jimmy yes, it's me, Jimmy, Jimmy P. P. Jimmy, Jimmy P. 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 P for the coochie magoochie. Ask man. him about the and Ask him about the freshmen. Thanks for the coochie magoochie. Ask Jimmy P about I, the freshmen.
0: I'm it, bro. I heard what you're going to ask me, because again, you were about three inches away from me. Go down, hold on, real quick, guys. I really feel like we should have probably walked like away from Jimmy like you oh, could do it now as well. He, I can feel his thick. breath on my neck. He's looking at you. I have eyes and ears everywhere, but yeah. I don't need them because you're right next to what? me. Jimmy! Sorry, okay. sorry. sorry. I, okay. I hear what y'all are going to ask me to do, but it's only just occurring to me now. The possible date rape metaphor.
2: <laughs>
5: yeah, no, that, we're really uncomfortable. We were, gonna, we were gonna gently turn you down. I would
2: turn
0: That's me thoughtful. down too. There's layers to this that yeah. I don't think we're yeah. fully appreciated yeah. until no, here's right the thing, Here's now, the
1: thing, Like, right. we want people to know that like, there's nothing that like gets us harder than consent 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 consent, consent. consent. this message brought to you by the puffin publishing podcast are you ever restless tired in the morning just can't keep it together when you get out of bed Hi, I'm Captain Clive Cussler, professional seaman, and I'm here to help you rest easier at night. Whether you're sleeping at home, on a cruise, or lost in a jungle island marooned by mutiny. These 15 VHS tapes fill with sultry sounds created by me, Clive Custler, using the t- most truly relaxing and soothing sounds on the planet. The sounds of the ocean. Here is the sound of the noble marlin on the deck of a boat. Majestic. And here is the sound of a whale right when it has been caught by a
4: larger whale.
1: I'm drowsy already. The final piece that I would at least like to sample for you is my personal favorite oil tanker and barge. Alright,
4: you ready to start the engine? Yeah, I'm ready, Joe. Let's start the engine. Alright, we're all good down here. Okay, I'm starting the engine now. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, it's kind of. something wrong with the engine. Is there any. Oh, yeah, it's pretty ironic, actually. The you take is out of gas.
1: Huh? What? I'm sorry. I seem to have napped off for a minute. So please, call today at 555-SLEEP-IT. Henry. Yes, honey? Henry. Yes. Yes. Henry, it's it's Christmas, Henry. Oh, yes. I got you this laundry detergent to do your laundry. Oh, honey, thank you so much, but I was running a little low on funds this year in order to get your Christmas present. I sold all my clothes. Oh, Henry. But it's okay. It's okay. I sold all my clothes, and I got you this clothes basket that we can... Oh. Oh, Henry. I was also running low on funds. Uh Uh-huh. And I sold all my clothes. Oh. Oh, Henry. It's okay, because I got these other straps to hold those barrels up over our bodies that we have. Oh, Henry, I sold all my barrels to buy you these pants with suspender clips. But I sold all my suspenders. Oh, Henry. It's okay. We don't need any of the clothes. We don't need barrels. We don't need suspenders. You're right, because we got love. But honey, I realized there's a sick man so I donated my heart to the hospital. Oh, Henry. I knitted you the little scarf just for your heart. But honey, I sold all the yarn! Oh, Henry! Oh, I sold my heart, too! Hey, you think that guy was trying to pull a fast one on us? He's got two hearts! I don't know if he was trying to pull a fast one because I sold all my fast ones! Oh, Henry, you really are a slow one! Here, I got you these running shoes to make you faster! Oh, honey, that's so thoughtful of you, thank you so much! But I sold my feet! Why'd you do that, Henry? I don't know, actually. (laughs) Wasn't it to, like, get me a good present or something? You trying kind to of sold your piece. I don't know, I just like selling things. I found this Facebook group called Heartland Swap and Resell and I'm addicted to it, I'm just selling everything. I had to do it because
3: I don't know why. Oh
1: Henry, to whom? To whom? I don't know because I sold my classes and I couldn't- I did a- Oh Henry, did you at least keep the money? No, I sold the money! Oh Henry, did you at least get money in exchange for the money? Yeah, but I sold it too! But did you then get more money for your money money? I think so, but I sold my wallet! With the money in it? I think so. But then did you get more money for the wallet? Yeah, I got coins in exchange. I got coin currency. Okay, did you keep those in your pockets? No, you sold all your clothes! Yeah, exactly! Oh, what a tangled web we weave! Oh, Henry! We'll be out of house and home, Henry! Oh, I sold our home, Henry! And the tangled web thing, I sold all of our spiders! (laughs) Oh, no! I! I sold all of our flies! Why, oh why did I sell a fly? Perhaps we'll die, honey! Perhaps we'll die! Quick! Swallow this horse! It's the only way! Okay, I'll swallow the horse! Swallow the horse to oh. kill the dog, to oh. eat the cat, to find the oh. mouse that killed the spider that ate the house on Earth Day! Why, Honey? Oh, Henry! I sold my esophagus! I can't swallow the horse! Oh, Henry! On Christmas?! I'm sorry, I really let you down, if only there was- Wait! Do you hear that? Sleigh bells. It's
4: Santa, honey. It's Santa. He's the one who can save us. It's gonna He'll get be. is out oh, of this oh, frightful oh, mess. Oh Henry! Oh Henry! Oh, the Christmas oh, miracle of oh,
0: Santa! Oh, hello there, Mr. and Mrs. Henry. Hi,
1: Santa! Santa! Did you bring us a new house, esophagus? Two hearts? A horse? or spiders? Well, clothes? Let's well, let look
0: in my sack. <laughs>
4: <laughs> 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 Let me see. Oh, look, a
0: little toy soldier for the boy.
4: Awesome.
0: And a raggedy and doll for the girl. Can I
4: wear this? Can I use it as a beating heart?
0: If you wish hard
1: enough.
4: I don't. Oh, oh Merry Christmas! Oh, oh, oh.
1: What a racket! Oh, Henry will never get out of this frightful mess. Hey, babe. You want to buy a toy soldier? That was the Puffin Publishing Podcast Best of Volume 1. Disagree with some of our choices? Who cares? I don't. We'll be back next month with another exciting series of sketches starring the great literary minds in history. You can follow the Puffin Publishing Podcast on Twitter at PuffPubPod and like us on Facebook. If you have a little spare change lying around, feel free to hop on over to digitaltipjar.com slash puffpuffpod and leave us a little tip to help keep the lights on in the very fictional Puff and Publishing House. And if you don't have the money, hey, I understand. But head on over to iTunes and leave us that five-star review. I mean, that is how the podcast will grow. That's how people will find us. We appreciate all the five-star reviews we've gotten so far. And as a special bonus to anyone that leaves us one, you will get one free plug at the top of the show for whatever you want. So head on over there right now before you forget. And hey, the Puffin Boys have another live show coming up June 30th at 8pm at the Monocle Theater in St. Louis, Missouri. Do you have a joke to end this segment? <laughs> I sure don't. So let me try a humble request. Can I smell your dick?
4: DJ Quest, stupid
6: motherfucking time that I called and left your ass messages. I done text your bitch ass and you ain't responded to nothing. What the fuck is you doing? Who the fuck is you out there with? You think I'm stupid? My girl's already on